we're starting. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast. This is Jenna Munoz, and we are here again with Questioning Reality, where we will be questioning reality today with Arielle Weiss. Hey, Arielle. Hi, Jenna. Welcome to my podcast. I am so thankful to have you here. So excited to be here with you and to talk about life and to talk about the different topics of reality. I'm excited to be here too. Yay. And we're super cozy here on the couch. So cozy. Blankets. We're ready to go. So I will start with the first question. And again, the purpose of this is just to kind of talk about reality, different belief systems, um, just different perspectives of the world. I want to hear your perspective. I want to know what you believe and I want to know about your life experience. That way I can learn something from it. That's my goal here is I want to learn from you and I want other people to be able to learn from you too. So the first question is, where do you think you go when you die? Oh my gosh. This, this is an interesting question because I talk about this a lot with, cause I'm a Christian mm-hmm. and so when I think about where I go when I die, yeah, I, I freak out because we believe that you either go to heaven or you go to hell, and it's for eternity. And my pastor always says, you could be in heaven or hell for a hundred billion years, and you're still not one day away from being done, because it never ends. So it kind of trips me out to, th- to yeah. think about this because I don't think that people can wrap their head around the idea of something we don't see, you know? And so I choose to believe that I love the Lord and I will be with him for the rest of eternity. Mm-hmm. I don't know where anyone else goes. I'm not going to think about that. I may be like so backwards from the thinking of Christianity, you know, but I just need to worry about myself and I'm not going to force my belief on anyone else. But I believe that when I die, I will be with the Lord. Okay. For eternity. For eternity. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And so do you believe in like the idea of reincarnation where like you would come back to another life? Um, honestly, I I don't know. I think I never want to be like so hung up on my beliefs that I'm unable to see other people's beliefs. Um, But I don't I don't know if I necessarily believe that or or not believe that. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I I don't really know a lot about it. So it's like you die and then you come back as something else. But then do you die again? I think people believe different things. So, yeah, like some people say when you die, you reincarnate into another life. So you can reincarnate to another person. You can reincarnate to an animal. And so it just, it depends on what you believe. So I was curious, like, if that's part of your belief system. Mm. Like some people believe in this life, like, oh, in the past I've been Cleopatra or I've lived another life as like, a slave or I've lived another life as like you know a princess or you know just other stories of other lifetimes like Mm. there's been also children that have come into this world Mm. um, that have said like remarkable things about who they were in the past 
even though the kids didn't know, like, like they're too young to know anything, but they knew that they were a pilot in 1929 or something like that. So just curious if you believe in anything like that. I mean, I, I don't think I do, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to ever like discount someone's beliefs or Mm -hmm. because who, like, what do I know? You know, like we're all just like figuring out life together. Yeah. And maybe that is what happens. I I don't know. You've never felt like you had like a past life. No, no, I've never felt that. And also it's like the more, I mean, now that I'm just like thinking about this, Mm -hmm. Don't they say in science, like, energy can never be killed, just displaced? Yeah. So then where our energy goes once our bodies are dead, Right. I don't know. Like, like I said, I choose to believe that mm-hmm. I will be with the Lord, mm-hmm. um, and that's my truth. Yeah. You know, so I don't know if I can say that, you know, someone else believing that they're going to be reincarnated into whatever life mm-hmm. form they are I don't know if I could say that that's not true for them right you know? but it's not true for you yeah only because I have to I have to have faith mm-hmm. I have to believe in something otherwise what does this world mean mm-hmm. and so that's why my faith is so important to me mm-hmm. because if I don't believe in something and work towards a goal with other believers and non-believers mm-hmm. wh- wh- why am I here so you know true. what I mean? And but that's to say like other people believe the same thing not necessarily in God or mm-hmm. Jesus like what I believe in, but they have to have their faith too otherwise they'll go crazy. So that's why I don't I don't know. I don't want to say that it's not real, but it's not real for me. You right. Know, the reincarnation thing. Yeah. Wow, you brought up a lot of stuff right there. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I tend to do that. I like yeah, jump I, like, I jump no, all over places. That was a good um question. Something <laughs> came up in my head, but then it went away really fast. <laughs> Which tends to happen. I feel like between us, because we're like, we're, we just like think a lot and we think really fast yeah. and then we bounce ideas off each other and then it just like And sometimes snowballs. like I'll have a train of thought, but I'm already talking about the question that you asked me and then I'm like, oh wait, I should say this too. And then I say it and then it has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. <laughs> but you had to say it. So if I do that, yeah. I do apologize. Totally fine. Totally fine. <laughs> okay. So do you believe that you have a higher self? What does that mean? So there's a version of you now, and then the higher self version of you would be like the part of you that's like connected to God or like just kind of knows everything about your life and is and knows like every just like everything basically. But it's like a part of you do believe that you have like a higher self of another part of you. I guess I guess it could be like your soul or your spirit. That is an interesting question mm-hmm. and one I have never heard or mm-hmm. thought of. Um, maybe... Or like your intuition, I guess. Be- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe we all try to be our highest selves at all time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why you have goals. Right. And you... Uh... Guy, that is such a... I've never thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I think that I think that everyone could have intuition. I think women especially have it, and I don't want to be sexist or anything, but like <laughs> I feel like um, you know you hear a lot of stories of like mothers just knowing something is wrong with their kid, and right. I don't know if that has something to do with like it, they're in their bodies right. and they, they form them and they feed them through. Yeah. So I don't know if that's something that like 
women innately have. I mean, I'm sure some men have it too, but, mm-hmm. um, so I do believe in like intuition, but I don't know. I think we're all trying to be our best self or our highest self, or you should try. Mm-hmm. So through like having goals and, um, you know, like hard work, then maybe you'll get to your higher self. Is well, that, yeah. does that answer the question? Yeah. So basically it's like, you're always working towards <clears throat> your highest self. Yeah, and then your goals and your aspirations. Yeah, I don't know if maybe you mean it on more of like a spiritual level, um, but like, maybe maybe that too. Maybe, maybe their higher self is your soul. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. What do you think? I mean, I I personally think that that we do have a higher self, and I guess it is kind of what I said before, which is like the way I see it is our higher self is connected to God. Mm. more so than we see ourselves in this human life so like our higher self is the all-loving all-knowing like being that we are but that we kind of forget that we are because we're here in this physical reality living the day-to-day life so it is a spiritual it's like a more spiritual sense okay so do you think that we already know everything about ourselves and then we just have to reach out and grab it like if like if we want to be a more positive more happy person we already have that in us and then we just need to latch on to it is that what you mean by I would ourselves, say maybe? so yeah like we already oh, have all of that available to us as our higher self I guess mm-hmm. and then yeah we just need to like become aware of it and then want it and reach for it so do you believe that everyone is already at their higher selves or maybe everyone has a higher self within them but they don't they don't choose to be it like how do you access your higher self right i think when i think about the higher self it always comes up when i'm feeling down Hmm. or when i'm feeling like upset or when i'm feeling like depressed or like something like that because that i know is like I'm not connected to my higher self. I'm not connected oh. to the per- to the part of me that like <clears throat> is loving and is appreciative and positive and like secure. And so when I'm feeling those down ways, I think that's when I think about like, oh, like what would my higher self feel like or how would my higher self see this situation? Because right now I'm feeling really bad that this thing happened and I know that that's not true like I don't want to feel this way I want to feel the loving knowing way does that make sense it does make sense that's interesting because for me it's like when I feel down or sad or um maybe like I I don't I'm not existing in the way that I want to Mm -hmm. you know I wouldn't call on myself I would call on God Mm -hmm. and so that's where that's where I think maybe I don't know if I ascribe to that because then right. I wouldn't need God. Right. You know? Right. So I guess it questions like the purpose of his day-to-day with me. You know right. what I mean? But I don't I don't know. I, that's interesting. That is really interesting yeah. because, yeah, because when I think about it, I guess I think about the higher self is kind of like one with God. Kind oh. of. You know what I mean? Like, so, he's given it all to you. Yeah. That's, that was his purpose. He right. gave it to you, and you have to ascribe to it, or you have to right. try and grab it. Like, it's the same. Like, the higher self and God are one. Hmm. So, it's, it's a part of him, and it's a part of me. Oh, that's 
interesting. Yeah, so that's, I think that's kind of like the way that I look at it. Okay. I won't rule that out. Yeah. I respect that. <laughs> it's so, an interesting way yeah. to look at it. And I know a lot of other like spiritual books and stuff, they do talk a lot about like the higher self and, and um, how to reach your higher self and stuff like that, but... I guess it's different for everybody what the higher self is. Yeah. Yeah. So very subject to interpretation. (laughs) So what do you think your biggest lesson in this life is about? Wow. I know. These are like literally the coolest questions ever. Oh, good. I'm glad you like them. They're thought provoking. Super thought provoking because it's just like... These are things I think are, that are important to think about. Yes. And that also I hope that the people who listen to it can ask themselves these questions too because, you know, it helps you just see your life in a different way. Right. And it like, it helps you see not only your life, but like other people's lives. Yeah. You know? Wow. That is such a good question. Okay. So uh, say it one more time. Yes. Yeah. So what <clears throat> do you think your biggest lesson in this life is about? Huh. I think... Before I answer this, mm-hmm. I'm going to, like, when you leave, uh-huh. I'm going to be in the shower thinking, like, <laughs> oh, you know what? I actually totally disagree with everything I just said. <laughs> and, like, the more I think about it, I probably feel this way. Right. And that's so totally I hate, fine. Like, I don't want to be attached to any of these right. questions or any of my answers. And that's um, good. And that's okay. So right now, I'm just, like, spitballing with yeah. you. Yeah. I want to preface that. Yeah. So I think everybody, m- maybe everybody has different lessons, mm-hmm, which is really cool because we're all on this earth together and we all like, like I have this lesson to learn and that person, or you have your lesson. And then once we learn those lessons, we can teach each other. So maybe everybody doesn't have like the same lesson, you know, maybe everyone's is different. Um, and then we help each other. So to answer your question about what mine is, I don't know what mine is. I think I think that we share some in terms of like I need to learn how to love people better, you know? I have a really short fuse <laughs> with certain people and I pick and choose who I like. I love everybody cuz I have to love everybody, <laughs> but I don't have to like everybody. <laughs> and I don't like that part about myself. I really think that I I have to be kinder and I have to be slower to speak and I want to try and understand people. And I think for me, um, you know, being gay and being a Christian Mm -hmm. is difficult. And I think that will be my life's biggest thing, you know, trying to figure out where my sexuality lies in the Lord, because I want to do what's right by him and I want to live my life in a way that glorifies God you know but I don't know if I'm wrong you know like what if what if I'm just wrong what if I can't be gay and then then what does my life mean do I not have purpose do I not you know so I think for me the biggest lesson that I need to learn is like how do I how do I stay true to who I am as a human being but then also follow the laws of the Lord that I think are appropriate for the times that we're living in. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I think yeah. that's going to be my biggest feat as of right now. Yeah. Because yeah. you were raised to believe 
that gay is not okay. Or that it's yes. not like... No, I like the way you say it because it rhymes. <laughs> yeah. Gay is not okay. okay. Gay is not okay. Okay? <laughs> because in the Bible, it uh-huh. says man and woman, and like that's the thing, right? Is that it says yeah. like God created a man and a woman, and that's... You I, know, I'm not sure the exact verse or phrasing. I sh- mm-hmm. I probably should if I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> I know. I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, you heard what I just said. I'm like, I haven't read the Bible in a very long time, so uh, I just know that, like, um, because I'm I'm trying to like educate myself about it because, mm-hmm. like I said, I want to be, I want to live a life that is pleasing to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And if being gay is okay, mm-hmm. then that's what I'm going to live. If mm-hmm. it's not okay, I have to figure that out. You know? So I'm at this place where I'm just like researching and I'm like opening my heart to whatever the Lord has to say to me and right. what the people that he's put in my life have to say to me. Um, so I think in the Bible, there are things that say, there are arguments to be made for both cases. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of the arguments is like, we are supposed to, we are supposed to, like, let's say science can prove that being gay is, like, genetic, right? Mm-hmm. Science can prove that, I think, that being, um, like, having, like, an alcoholism or a drug-related uh, issue is now biological, I think. I don't know if there's, like, factors in DNA mm-hmm. that can prove that. I don't know. But mm-hmm. let's just say that's the case. Uh-huh. You're not supposed to, even though you are you are more prone to choose that life. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to lay down all of all of what uh, feels good and what you want, and you're supposed to take that down and then follow the Lord, no matter how hard it is. So that's mm-hmm. the case against it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the case for it really is, except that like laws are laws from like the Old Testament were uh is this totally boring no i'm trying to understand (laughs) i'm not saying that based on your face but i'm like listening and i'm like is this like super boring for people no i'm Um, so the first part that you were saying about if you are born predisposed to be an alcoholic or predisposed to be gay right that in the religion they said that you should not go towards that yeah like things that are that feel good and that are fun and that are not pleasing to the lord they're like almost yeah and that's why i mean i hate i hate saying that i hate likening being gay to like some disease that Mm -hmm. people have because it's not you know right but some people but some people see it that way so Mm -hmm. i'm using that argument right where it's like um things that feel good are not pleasing to the lord like let's say you want to murder someone obviously you can't do that you know it's not pleasing to the lord you want to be an alcoholic because it makes you feel good that's not pleasing to the lord people liken being gay Mm. to the same thing i see okay right and so i don't know the laws in the old testament but like there are laws that in the old testament we don't follow now like a man is not supposed to lie with another woman when they're on her period like women were separated right yes so like in the jewish faith or whatever Mm -hmm. the old testament there are so many laws. There's like 693 or 900 and something that the Lord said, you don't have to follow these anymore because we're coming into the New Testament. Uh-huh. And I, I am the sacrificial lamb mm. that like threw all those laws away. Mm-hmm. So is the gay one in there? <laughs> I don't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and there's so many more verses that are like, talk about money and talk about like power and abuse of power. And there's like six 
that talk about being gay and maybe we interpret them wrong. Right. You know, so that's that's where I'm at. That's where, where like the questioning comes from because my whole life I was taught that it was wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, but then the more I get older, the more I'm like, you know what? Why, why though? I've never been able to question it. You know, so now as like a 30 year old woman who wants a relationship and wants mm-hmm. it to be blessed by the Lord, I have to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. So that you feel right now is your biggest lesson. Yes. Yeah. I do. Wow. Yeah. Well, and it might change. When yeah. I'm like, or it might change in the shower. When you, when you, <laughs> I'm five sure minutes from now. You're going to be like, that's not my biggest lesson. <laughs> I forgot about this other biggest lesson I have. <laughs> There's so many. So um, in line with that, do you feel like this has also been or is your greatest challenge in your life? 100%. Yeah. Yes. Because they're very interlinked, like a challenge and a lesson. Usually the most challenging thing provides the biggest lesson. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely do. And what, like when you're going through this challenge or you're having a difficult time, how do you deal with it? Like how do you find peace or acceptance when (laughs) you're having a a hard time or like really struggling with something? I'm laughing because I haven't figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) I am in a lot of therapy, and uh-huh. I have been oh, for a long time. Okay, so therapy, <clears throat> that's a great answer. Yeah, and so I'm learning, like, I don't know if there are tools that can help me understand what my truth is, like, ultimately, mm-hmm. but sometimes I just need tools to get through the day, mm-hmm. you know, and that could be doing something for myself, you know, something that I love, like, like maybe listening to music mm-hmm. or vegging out on, like, 90 Day Fiance yeah. or some stupid <laughs> show that we love. Um, or it's going to therapy and just talking and then crying and feeling that release. Right. You know? So I think therapy has... I, I, I want to say therapy has really helped, but then there are days where I go to therapy and I hate it, you know? Really? It, yeah, because I, I talk about it a lot, you know? And I feel like I don't... I don't, like you're just kind of over talking about yeah, things sometimes. Yeah. So the one that's why I was like, I I don't know if I've figured out. I don't know if I figured it out yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I ever will. Mm-hmm. But I can at least. <laughs> that's something that I have to look forward to. <laughs> to like figuring it out. Uh huh. Yeah. I know. I always wanted to go to therapy. You I should. I think therapy. So I really important. want to. <laughs> okay. So kind of pivoting into a new direction. Yeah. What do you still hope to do or be in this lifetime? Does this mean like... Could be anything. What do I hope to do and be in this life? Like I, like a lot of people, <clears throat> when they're really old and they're on their deathbed or they have their regrets of like, oh, I really wish I did that or I wanted to do that mm. or I wanted to be this. Do you have anything that like you really want to do or be in this lifetime? Hmm. This is like the shower thing all over again. I'm gonna like <laughs> say an answer and think like, no, I should have said this. <laughs> or um, or one of the things, right? Because there's probably many, and it does change. Yeah. But like, what's one thing that right now you can think of that like you want to do in this lifetime? Um, I think there are so many things I want to do that it becomes overwhelming to mm-hmm. think about, you know. So I don't do any of them, <laughs> <laughs> which is a huge issue that I'm facing in my life right now. Um, trying to like buckle down and do one of them, mm-hmm. but I think I want to. Ultimately, I really just want to be happy, mm-hmm. you know. And I know that all the time, 
you can't be happy. You know, like, I think you learn a lot of the good stuff when you're sad or when you're, like, on your knees. You know, like, when you need people, I feel like that's when you learn a lot. But ultimately, I think your core, you can remain happy. And I would really just love to have that. Mm-hmm. I think I'm happy sometimes, you know, but mm-hmm. I'm not happy. That's not my constant, mm-hmm. you know, but I want it to be. Yeah. So ultimately, that's that's what I want. Yeah. yeah. And I want to help people. You know, I want to I want to live a life that's like pleasing to others, pleasing to myself, pleasing to God, and I really I just want to help people. I want to be that person where they're like I can count on her. She is a good listener and she makes me want to be a better person. That's what I want to be. Yeah. Cuz there are people in my life like you're like that. You really are. You're like you seem naturally happy. You're you're always in a positive attitude. It takes really, a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It really does. But I admire that about you. Thank you. You're welcome. And I admire you. I think you are an amazing good person. And like, I love being around you. We don't spend enough time together. We, don't. <laughs> we say this every time. I know. And then it's like months go by. And then we're like, hey, how are you? <laughs> I know. But yeah, you're such an amazing person. And I already know you've helped a lot of people. And I think you're going to continue to help a lot of people in your life. Oh. I can just see it and feel it from you that like you help people already Thank you <laughs> you Thank do you. yeah what so, is yours can I ask you yeah um what do I your podcast. No, but what do what do I want to be or do in yeah. this lifetime um I guess kind of similar but I I really want to have a positive impact on the world mm-hmm. in a really large way in a large scale way I want I want like global change. Yeah. <laughs> I want like global positive impact. I would like, um, whether it's just through me as a person, being who I am and doing what like I, whatever I want to do, or like a book or like a thing that I can share with the world, I would like it to help transform the world into a more positive, loving, understanding, compassionate place. Like, that would be my ultimate dream. And I don't know, like, which direction that's going to happen in or what avenue that's going to go down, but I want it to be that way. Yeah. Well, you're starting because yeah. you have this great podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm starting. So, yeah, that's it. Okay. That's, like, my ultimate dream. Yeah. So, pivoting again into a new direction, do you believe in aliens? <gasps> this is such a good question. Mm-hmm. These are all great. I've said that like three times. They're all great. Um, I don't not believe mm-hmm. in aliens. Mm-hmm. This universe is so vast, and we don't even know. Like, what do they say? I feel like I'm pulling all these figures out, and I they're like all wrong. <laughs> so I was gonna like fact check this and be they're like, just that paraphrases. girl is stupid. Um. I feel like it's, I learned in astronomy, uh-huh. like, years ago, that some percentage of the universe is, like, dark matter or dark energy, I believe. Uh-huh. So it's, like, energy that we know is there, but there's no light that reaches it, so we can't see what it is. Right. So for someone to be like, oh, there is absolutely no aliens or no other life forms, that is insane to me. Because we don't even see half of what we are. So how do you know that? So to answer your question, yeah. I think there could be. Yeah. Yeah. Do you believe they are? Yeah, for sure. Where do you think they live? 
everywhere. I mean, like here. Well, I was thinking about this too the other day because I saw a picture of like the solar system, and it was like the sun and Earth and you know the moon and Mars and all of the planets around mm-hmm. us. And I was like, it is pretty surprising that we have no life on any of those planets around us. And then I thought, what if there was a solar system or a universe somewhere like out there, where all of the surrounding planets had life on it, and. I was like, that's kind of like Star Wars. Like, Star Wars, they go from planet to planet. And there's different, you know, beings on all of these different planets. And, like, it's just so weird that we've grown up as, like, a human species pretty isolated. Like, very alone in this universe. Right. So, it does make sense that we would think there's nothing else out there. But we're in such a small little solar system compared to the vastness of the universe that, like... There's probably so much out there. That's what I believe. Right. And they say, like, science fiction is a lie that tells the truth. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, if you look at all the, like, Minority Report, mm-hmm. like, that was a great movie. And that movie predicted a lot of things that we now see. So, mm-hmm. like, um, um, like targeted advertising. That was predicted in Minority Report. And that Weird. movie was made, like, years ago. Yeah. So I think in terms of aliens, like, yeah, I think it could it it definitely could be real and it's so like elitist of us to think <laughs> like in the entire universe we're the only thing that lives how i know that's crazy thinking yeah. like people think oh you believe in aliens you're crazy i feel like if you don't believe in them you're crazy <laughs> let's change that let's right. change the, the view of aliens like you don't believe in aliens <laughs> Who are you? What a psycho. <laughs> um, have you also heard that people, some people believe the earth is flat? I, yes. And I don't think I believe that. Yeah, that's kind of strange, but. I think it's super strange. Yeah. It's like we're going back to like old, old timey thinking. Yeah. Of like. Um, <laughs> Very strange. Yeah. It's like, I think, doesn't science like prove that it's not flat? Right. <laughs> you know, I haven't, again, I haven't read up I on know, this. I know, I'm like, I probably need to talk to somebody who believes that the earth is flat, but then, like, that would challenge my own judgments of other people, right? Because then I'd yeah. be like, wow, this person's crazy. They believe the earth is flat. But then I, wanted to, I want to understand their perspective. Yeah. And if they believe that it's true, like, who am I to tell them it's not true? So you think the problem with the whole earth is flat theory is, like, are these people that are saying it, are they experts? Or are they just people know. that, like, research a lot or go on, like, specific websites? Because mm-hmm. it's, like, I feel like nobody trusts experts anymore. You know, like, mm-hmm. nobody cares what they have to say. Like, no one gets, and this is so controversial, but no one gets, like, the flu shot anymore or, like, some of these vaccines right. that I feel like we should, like, experts have, like, proven, like, the scientific method mm-hmm. works, you know? And I don't know. So I feel like... Maybe, maybe, unless, like, scholars have said, like, yes, the earth is flat, then I would believe it. But if it's just, like, you know, a guy that watched a few videos, I don't know if I <laughs> believe that. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah. It's interesting what you said, too, right now about how nobody gets the flu shot and the vaccines and all of that. And, like, nobody trusts experts. But I think it's also because a lot of the experts are being like bought by big business. Like they're being paid to say things that maybe necessarily they don't know is true or you know what I mean? There's just so much like other things that are yeah. going on. I think there is too much information. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the only reason I think the whole expert thing is because I have like doctors in my family that mm-hmm. are like, no, no, no. 
I don't work for a pharmaceutical company. I work for a hospital and I took an oath as like a doctor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, I have to do what's best for my patients and these children that I'm, you know, vaccinating and all that. And so it's like, I would rather trust that than like a magician from the 1900s or the 1800s or whatever, where it's like, not really, I don't know. This is so controversial. I'm not trying to like put down anybody's beliefs, Mm -hmm. but I just feel like, I feel like doctors, the ones that aren't being bought by like Mm -hmm. big pharma or whatever, which Mm -hmm. I think most, I think most doctors are good, Mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, I understand what you're saying Mm -hmm. because there's just too much information. There is. There really is. There's a lot out there and it's kind of like... What What's do you believe? Real? Yeah. Fake news, all of this stuff that's like <laughs> out there right now. So, have you ever had an experience with aliens on that alien uh, note? <laughs> Interesting. No, I haven't. No. I don't believe so. I do remember. Okay, so for all of your listeners, uh-huh. Jenna and I met at uh-huh. Claim Jumper. We yeah. were waitresses or hostesses. Hostesses, <laughs> hostesses with the hostesses. Hostesses with the hostesses. <laughs> and there was a guy. <gasps> Remember? Oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah. there was a guy that came in, and how many diet? You know, you it's your story, so you tell it. Yeah, I mean, he had like twelve diet codes. You saw him, right? Yes. So you're a witness. Okay, Jenna. He was <laughs> even when you left, he would still come in, and he would sit by himself, and he had on those big headphones with the antenna. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, and I don't know if they were attached to something or what. Yeah, but you you said that you thought the headphones translated whatever you were saying your english was into his alien brain and then he was able (laughs) and as i say it out loud i know it sounds crazy it does but if if people were to see this man this being i don't want to say man Mm -hmm. they would think he was an alien too yeah okay so go ahead tell your yeah, you know, I've actually had multiple um, situations like this, and I and I don't know if it's just because I'm have like an overly imaginative men in black <laughs> like, in, you know, I'm thinking men in black, but like you were saying too, science fiction becomes reality. Right. Um, this guy came into Claim Jumper. Ariel's my witness. Yeah, <laughs> and he. His face, first of all, his face looked kind of like distorted, distorted. right? It didn't yeah. look like it was on properly. It looked like it was off. His face was off of his face a little bit. A little bit. So that was the first part. Second part was he had these huge headphones on with an antenna coming out. And he um, had like a backpack on. And he just looked very like... Out of he, place. Out of place. Like like he was trying to assimilate yeah. in Earth, but he didn't know how to do it yet. Exactly. <laughs> so that was, the, that was the vibe he had. The vibe was like he came from another planet like, whoa, this is very weird. So he comes in a claim jumper. He sits in my section. And he talked like the guy in Men in Black. Like he didn't even have <laughs> clear language. Like I was like, oh, hi, how can I help you? What can I get for you? And he, I think he might have even mumbled like, uh, duh, uh. like, and he pointed on the menu to to a slice of the motherload cake, right. and I was like, aliens obviously love chocolate and sugar, <laughs> so I was like, oh, you want a slice of the motherload cake? And he was, he just like, he mumbled like he didn't speak English, like yeah. he didn't say yes. He said, uh. and I was like, okay. And I think he pointed to like Diet Coke and he was like, Diet Coke or whatever. He like mumbled it. And I was like, okay, Diet Coke and motherload cake, like coming right up. So I gave him the Diet Coke, the, the motherload cake. He drank the Diet Coke in like 30 seconds. Like he's, he drank 
it so fast. So he, I got him another one, brought him the cake. He ate probably like half the cake and all of the icing, like all of the icing all the way around. So he left like maybe half the cake. And this is a seven layer motherload chocolate cake. Like this huge. is a huge slice. You like, share between like four people. Yeah. Or seven people. Seven layers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like a foot long and it's like thick chocolate and <clears throat> thick icing. So he had like multiple Diet Cokes throughout the the motherload cake <laughs> and then um, I brought him his bill and then he did pay he paid like exact change like I remember he didn't leave a tip or anything and then I remember also he was reading a magazine like a magazine that was not in English and I didn't recognize any of the language but I remember specifically seeing pictures of Tom Cruise and I remember did I ever tell you that no yeah I remember specifically seeing pictures of Tom Cruise in the magazine and it wasn't in English. Like, I didn't get to see it very well. And I was like, what is that? Like, what is he reading? And why is Tom Cruise in that magazine? Like, I just didn't understand. <laughs> so I swear it was, like, his his book on, like, planet Earth or something. And, like, this is so what... So what you're saying is Tom Cruise is an alien and he's the king of all kings. I think... I don't know. I don't know wow. what his deal is because his whole, like, Scientology I thing... Like, and I try and be respectful, but it's, like, it's so weird. It's bizarre it is like that whole scene of him getting that award where they're like chanting him they're playing mission impossible music yeah. like it's just very weird it's, it's unnerving yeah. yeah but but who knows like maybe other aliens like see him and then they're like oh he's the most popular man on earth yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> so anyway yeah so that was that story one other time yes, i was working at tesla and this old man came in um, he was uh, Indian, but kind of same thing. Like his, he looked a little off. He looked strange. He was getting a car. He was getting a Tesla, and he um, he had a really difficult time writing. And his driver's license was like I don't know. There was just something about him and something about the situation that made me think that he had just taken over this man's body <laughs> your higher self was telling you that yeah like something <laughs> was happening there so anyway i like help him with his st- like all his paperwork he finishes it and it was like he was learning to drive for the first time because we had to take him out on a test drive he was pressing the brake and the accelerator at the same time he was like move like jolting the car all crazy and i was like no like just like <laughs> Put your foot on the... I was, like, teaching him to drive. And I was like, did he literally, like, just get off the spaceship? And, like, he doesn't know how to drive a car? Like, this is so crazy. And then he finally kind of got the the hang of it. And we went on a test drive. We came back. He dropped me off. And then, like, I was just like, wow, that guy was weird. Like, so weird. And he drives away. He goes off the curb into the street. And I was just like... Wow. wow, and now he's a driver. And now he's a road. driver on the road. Wow. But I just had a weird feeling about him too, like he was an alien. Yeah. That just got into this man's body recently, and now he's assimilating to his human experience. So what happens to the people that they get into the body of? Are they dead? I, I don't or know. Do they I kind of thought about it, and I was like, how would that happen? But my only thought would be that this person, like, willingly gave up his life for this alien you are so positive to be like no 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 he wanted the alien to exactly like that's what i would think like he wanted the alien to like he he like 
was so curious about the alien world that he would be willing to like let the alien come in and take over his body. Okay, my negative thinking is so opposite of that. It's like this alien came to Earth, killed this bitch, and oh, then took, took his, his body. body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Yours is more pleasant, so let's go with yours. <laughs> also, the man, like in his driver's license, he was really old. So I feel <clears throat> like he was close to death anyway. So maybe he was just like, oh, whatever. Oh. Like, I'm going to let this alien take over. Right. I'm done with my existence. Yeah. Wow. So who it's knows? It's a wild thought. It's, a, it's wild. a wild thought. Who knows? Maybe he's just an old man that doesn't know how to drive. <laughs> that could be it. I too. feel like that makes more sense, but I like the alien thing. Me too. I'm because go it just felt right. <laughs> Okay, so, um, do you believe in alternate realities or, like, multi-dimensions? I think it's the same thing with the alien Mm -hmm. thing, where it's, like, our world is so complex that, I mean, like, I don't even understand, like, weather weather patterns, you know? So it's, like, for me to try and understand multiple dimensions and other realities Mm -hmm. I feel like that's crazy for me to say no Mm -hmm. you know um what do you think yeah I think it's kind of like how you were saying like the the universe is so big that how 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 can there not be other life it's like our world is so complex how can there not be other dimensions or other realities right and when you say dimension describe that for me I mean, the way that I see it is, like, a dimension is another place, or it's, like, something that's happening here in the same room. Like, it's happening here in this space, but we're not privy to it. Like, we can't see it or hear it or sense it, but it's happening here, like, in an alternate reality. I don't know. It's just, like, something that some people believe in. I mean, I I don't know if I believe it, I mean, but I, I kind of believe it. Like, you could argue that, like, the internet is another dimension, right? right? Exactly, yeah. It's, like, happening, but we're, it's not, like, it's not even happening here and now, but it's happening in the air. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, people have lives on the internet. and Right. I guess the, the dimension thing is more of a, like, a, um, spiritual is not the word. It's more of, like, a, uh, I don't know what the word is, but it's where yourself or someone else is living is it is that the whole like two places at once thing right it could be yeah but see it's so com- the the question is so complex that i don't even know how to, <laughs> yeah how to answer the question because i'm not even sure i really understand what like like dimension means right and also when you're saying like um the internet it made me think of um, video games, like the the goggles. VR. VR. Yeah. So like VR, I, I think in the future, is going to become a legitimate place. Sure. That people go to. Like, oh, get on your VR and go mm-hmm. to this party or go to this, you know, event or right. go here. And like that could be considered another dimension because I guess, yeah, it just depends on how you interpret dimension. Right. It's like... Um... It's like your physical body is somewhere, mm-hmm. but then your what's that word? I'm looking for the same word. Psyche? Yeah, maybe that's a good word to say. Consciousness? Yes, consciousness mm-hmm. is somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I guess that would work oh, with the whole yeah. VR thing. Like your body is here, wherever you are, right. but like your the other world right. is the where you reality. are. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that's wild to think about because I feel like 
that's going to start out as a novelty, like VR, right. mm-hmm. and then people are going to be like, well, actually, things are easier if we just do it this way, and then we, <laughs> it's totally going to happen. It's like when like people used to write checks at the grocery store, and then someone was just like, you know what, let's just put everything like in this weird little card thing, yeah, mm-hmm. and we can't see the, we can't physically see what's happening, but like you swipe your card, and then the amount goes down and it's like the fact that we even trust that is kind of crazy it's really crazy actually you don't just have all your money with you you're Mm -hmm. not allowed i don't think because you have to like do taxes and stuff right right you can't just like have a safe and every time you like you have to have a bank account everything has to be tracked you can't get paid like cash so it's like how do because they want to tax you so they they need to keep track and i get that because like we need roads we need policemen we need all that stuff Mm -hmm. but it's like it is kind of crazy that we just trust a it's like a magical thing where like I'm gonna swipe this and now my bank account went down but what if someone like didn't do the math correctly it is kind of crazy that we trust that yeah I don't know why I just thought of that but yeah it's weird it is weird and also just like money like I don't know I I feel like I watched a documentary and it was all about like how now money is not even like a real thing it's like it's just an idea and that they're like just like creating money so like I don't know it was something weird that like it wasn't real like (laughs) that they're just like the banks and everybody they can just make up stuff when they want to you know that's why like the value of it is more important than the actual like tangible dollar right we put value on our dollar so Mm -hmm. like yes we can print more money but Mm -hmm. the value is going to go down it's like what happened in Ecuador how like to go to dinner you had to have like a trash bag full of money because the value of it went down oh my that like gosh. if you wanted a coke it would cost like eight thousand whatever their right. currency is and so you'd have to bring a trash bag full of money to That's pay for something crazy. so small right yeah it is weird so weird we can go on and on <clears throat> about that i'm sure <laughs> okay it's a fun so, podcast i'm I like glad it. you like it yeah. okay so we're kind of getting towards the end okay. and kind of just like Getting into a new direction of, like, what is your definition of love? So kind of topic, going on to the topic of love. What is your definition of love? Um, I think love means a lot of different things to different people. So, like, how you were raised and, like, the things that maybe you didn't have or you did have become like what you want, you know? Mm -hmm. So like for me, I think love is acceptance. And I think love is in like the little things. There was a documentary. I don't remember who said this or who did it, but the, the saying, the phrase stuck with me, which was it was a married couple. They were really old. It was a man and a woman. And the guy said marriage and love is I leave the toilet seat up or down for her and she leaves the toilet seat up for me it was like so backwards and what really happens right but it's like those little things that you know you're like um helping your partner be the best version they can be and Mm -hmm. then your partner helps you be the best version you can be because you need each other Mm -hmm. you know and you'd be okay without each other but you like exemplify all the things that they love about you Mm-hmm. You know, so I think like partnership is love too. I think love, like I said, love can mean a lot of things, but I think it's in the little things and the big things. Like sometimes just showing up is huge. 
you know, like if you have a thing that you're really nervous about and your partner can't help you, but they're just there. It's nice, you know? Yeah, definitely. I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, definitely. What do you think love is? (laughs) I think, I think love is acceptance as well. I think love is, I think it's a combination of like acceptance, compassion, care, Mm -hmm. um, generosity, appreciation. It's like all of the positive feelings in one. Mm -hmm. I think that's just the word that like describes all of that. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. So... What has been the most powerful, beautiful, or life-changing moment in your life so far? <laughs> oh my gosh. My eyes are like popping out of my head like, comedically. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Just a moment in your life so far, because obviously there'll be more, but like that has really been like overpoweringly loving, beautiful inspiring like whatever you want to call it but just like a really transformational moment in a positive way so this is going to start sad but it gets Mm -hmm. happier okay um my nana ellen was my best friend Mm -hmm. in the whole entire world Mm -hmm. she meant everything to me she you know i'm 30 now but when she was alive i think she died when i was 27 or 28 so a few years ago, and she, like, a lot of times, because I was single for so long, people would be like, especially older women, like, older church ladies are like, why aren't you married, or what's <laughs> going on with you, or whatever, mm-hmm. and she never did that. She was just like, we would, like, shoot the shit, and then we'd have really deep conversations. It was kind of like our relationship, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's just it was just easy. So she was a really loving woman, and so funny, And she taught me how to bake. She taught me how to, like, do all these things that I now have come to love. Wow. Um, So when she passed, I was so sad. And I was like, what do I do? do?" You know? I've never lost anybody. Like, Mm -hmm. how do I I move on from the pain? Because the pain is the only thing I have left of her. So it's like, I don't want to get rid of that. Wow. You know? So my best friend, Alexa... Her mom, Sylvia, knew how much my aunt meant to me. And she just said this to me. She goes, your grandma was a huge part of your life. And she raised you, basically, with your mom when they got divorced. My parents got divorced. And she is, she is a part of you. So now you, you get to, like, be her. And I was like, oh, my God. I don't know why that just resonated with me, like, so deeply but like I have this really unique opportunity to act the way that she acted and be that light for someone else you know and I can teach them things that I love you know and they can teach me things that they love but like now I'm an aunt you know and I get to have like a really cool relationship with another person the way that I had that with my nana so that was a really big thing for me when she told me that yeah yeah Wow, that's so beautiful. And I could see that happening. Like, you are your grandma. Thank you. Like, your nana. She is part of you. She created you. Right. I'm her blood. (laughs) So you have her in you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really beautiful thought. Thank you. Just to think, like, everybody has that. Everybody has their 
ancestry within them. Mm -hmm. And that's a really amazing thing to remember. Yeah. And we need to respect our older generation. Definitely. Because I think they get lost in the shadows a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's sad because they have, like, so much to say. So much. And they've seen so much, you know. Yeah. Like, just talking about, like, checks and stuff, you know, like, they lived in a world with, like, little to no technology, and now they're adapting, and, you know, we need to be more patient with them and understand that it's hard Mm -hmm. to adapt, you know? And they got a lot to say. Definitely. Yes. So we have to listen. Well... I think that was my last question. No. Oh, wait. Just kidding. There's more. Oh. <laughs> but wait. There's more. So, a very vague question. How would you describe your reality? Oh, my gosh. That's so difficult. Reality in terms of what? However you want to interpret oh it. Oh, my gosh. It's so broad. I don't know. I need structure. Um... You can say one word, you can say a phrase, you can say like whatever you want. How would you describe your reality? Or, okay, how would you describe your outlook on reality or life? I've been saying this phrase a lot. Mm -hmm. And I said it earlier today Mm -hmm. when we were talking off of this podcast. Off camera. I am am trying so hard because I want people to do this with me. Mm -hmm. So my reality going forth is to listen to people with the intention of understanding them. It doesn't mean we all have to agree, but if I can understand why someone thinks a certain way, I'm, I think I'm able to be kinder to them, I'm able to empathize more with them, and it lets, like, it lets guards down. Mm-hmm. You know? and, I, and I see that person not as an annoyance, but as... A human being and I'm a human being and so we can we can at least agree on that <laughs> no but I think like um you can change hearts by trying to understand people absolutely you know? and you don't have to agree but right. you can still understand I love it well thank you Ariel so thank much you. I love you I love you hugs, you hugs. <laughs> just love you so much I love you And thank you so much for answering these questions and just being a part of this and sharing your knowledge and your information and your curiosities about the world as well. So thank you so much for being here. And that's it for us today, but there'll be much more coming soon. And I'm excited for what's ahead. God bless. God bless. Love Love you. (laughs) Bye.